All right, welcome back. And this is part two of the last episode is fear killing your business or guiding it. All right. So if you didn't get to listen to the last episode, go back to episode 63 first and listen to that because this is going to make so much more sense today. But I just have really, really felt God. Oh my gosh. He has like put this message of what fear is, of how we respond to it, of what godly fear looks like. I mean, I can't even tell you all of the ways that he continues to put this message and these thoughts and these ideas in my, in my path, in my head, in my scripture reading, in my podcast that I listen to. And so I have no doubt that this message today is for someone out there. And I am for these two episodes. I'm specifically, specifically speaking to you business owners, you mamas, you uh, boss ladies who are building a business, whether it is from your kitchen table or whether it is at night when your kids go to bed, or maybe it's your nap time hustle, or maybe you are, you know, you have started some new endeavor, some new business, and you've actually taken out physical space and you're going somewhere every single day to build a dream that God has put on your heart. Like I am speaking directly to you because, because listen, I have worked since I was 15 years old. There's nothing wrong with my work ethic. And I would imagine there's probably nothing wrong with your work ethic either. But when we get outside of our comfort zone, when God calls us to something different, to something new, to something that's maybe outside of the norm that we have known our whole life, it is so easy to let fear win and to stay stuck where we are in complacency and, in you know, maybe you're in debt or maybe you are just, just feeling like you need some more purpose in your life and you love your family, you love your your community, but you want something to put your hand to and call your own. And so, you know, is fear, is fear stopping you from building something that you believe that God is calling you to build? Um, or is it actually guiding your business? And we can absolutely listen. If you have been letting fear stop you from building your business, paralyzing you, keeping you from doing the work, keeping you from getting on the training calls, keeping you from setting that next big goal in your business, listen, you don't have to stay there. You're not a failure. You are not failing. You may be failing forward, but you are not a failure. All right. It is always a good time to turn it around. And today I really want to talk to you about what it looks like to run a business that is rooted in fear of God, fear of the Lord, the healthy kind of fear. All right. So let's start there. First of all, what in the world? We spent all this time last week talking about unhealthy fear, um, fear that is not rooted in God's word. I even went so far as to say that if you are operating a business in fear or not operating it, not doing it at all, then you are outside the will of God because second Timothy one, seven tells us that fear is not from the Lord and anything that is not from the Lord is outside of his plan and purpose for our life. So what is fear of the Lord? What does that look like? I'm going to throw some scripture verses at you. And I promise to put these in the show notes and they, um, so that you can go back and look them up and, and claim them for yourself. But obviously a lot of these are in Proverbs that old Solomon, he was such a wise man and God made him that way. And so these verses, um, actually talk specifically, specifically about the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 14, 27 says the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life a fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. Proverbs 19, 23 says the fear of the Lord leads to life and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. 
Proverbs 9 verse 10 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So let's break that down. Let's break that down. God promises in these verses that if we fear him, then that leads to life. It leads to life. And, you know, obviously we have to fear God to come to him in salvation, right? We have to be poor in spirit, like the Beatitudes say. And that just means that we recognize that, hey, I can't do this. I am nothing on my own, God. You are God. You are reverent. You are holy. You are mighty. And I come to you acknowledging that and fear. And I want salvation from you and you alone. Lord. So fear of the Lord is the beginning of life. It is the beginning of life in salvation. It is also leads to life in so many other areas of, of, of the things that we get to do every day, including business. If we are trusting God, if we are running a business that is rooted in fear of him, healthy fear, reverent fear, then that can lead to life in your business. Claim it. Do you believe the word of God? Claim that for yourself. All right. So what does fear of the Lord actually look like? What kind of, what kind of, um, heart posture of our heart. Does this look like one? It just means submission to God, submission to God, acknowledging that he is who he says he is acknowledging that we can't believe parts of the Bible and not other parts of it. Right. Because we are afraid to acknowledging that he is God submitting your life, submitting your will, submitting your circumstances, your finances, your job, your family to the Lord. Fear of the Lord is choosing to fear him. If you're operating in fear that is from, from the enemy, from Satan, if you think about it, that unhealthy type of fear is so often a reaction. It is a reaction to something that is happening. Maybe you start your business and you react in fear and you're like, oh my gosh, what have I done? I don't know if I can do this. And you do nothing. Maybe you invite people to your business to try your products, to join your community. And as soon as you send those invites, you react in fear. What is she going to think of me? Um, is she just going to think I'm salesy or what if she never answered? me back. Or let's say you make a post and you put yourself out there in a big way and you launch your business or you, you share something maybe that you've never shared before and you react in fear. And you're like, what are people going to think? Is so-and-so going to see that? Are they going to judge me? And maybe you take it down or maybe you just close your computer and you never post again. That's reactive fear. That's reacting to, to something that God is leading you to do. Now, obviously there's healthy fear. You do something bad and you react in fear. That's that's, that's, that's a different thing. But if you're reacting in fear that is rooted in comparison or complacency or, or just like doubt, that is not healthy fear, but healthy fear is choosing, choosing to fear God, reverential fear. I heard it explained this way one time. It's like whenever you're driving down the road and maybe you're driving too fast and you see a cop on the side of the road and your heart probably starts to race or skip a beat or something and you slow down and you check to make sure he's not coming to get you, right? So like that cop hasn't done anything to you. That cop is there to enforce the speed limit. That cop is there to make sure that people are safe. And so that is what intentional reverential choosing to fear God looks like, actually acknowledging him as the one who is there in control, the one who is there with, with these healthy boundaries for us, the one who is there with a perfect plan and the one who is there to, to protect us and keep us safe by not letting us um, live in our own will and our own sin. Right. And so again, this type of fear is very intentional and I can't say it better than Deuteronomy 10, 12. It says, and now Israel, what does the Lord, your God ask of you, except to fear the Lord, your God by walking in his ways, 
to love him and to worship the Lord, your God with all your heart and all your soul. If you want to know what it looks like to fear God, there are three action steps. Walk in his ways. How do you know what his ways are? They're in the Bible. It's very clear. So much scripture tells us how we should be living to love him, to choose to love him more than we love the world, choose to love him more than our family, even our businesses, more than even the good things. If good things are taking God's place, then they become an idol, right? We choose to love him and to worship the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Okay. So there's a clear roadmap for living in healthy fear of the Lord. And it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Listen to this. So like, as I've been planning this, this episode, part two, um, my heart kept going back to my mind, kept going back to the account in the old Testament where the, the Israelites are in the wilderness. You know, last week we talked about Moses and Aaron and kind of in line with that same story that the Israelites were in the wilderness and they were about to go into the promised land. Um, you know, God comes to Moses and says, okay, send these people into the promised land to scout out the land, to go and take it and come back and give a report before I send you in. Right. And so I'm thinking about this account and I couldn't remember the exact reference. And I, I just really didn't have time this last week to really plan and dive into that and research it. Wouldn't you know that this morning when I woke up, my Bible reading plan was exactly that passage. It was exactly that passage. Like that is only God. That is only God. And so this next example from scripture that I want to share with you is from numbers 13 and 14 chapters, 13 and 14. Um, and that is the account where Caleb and Joshua of none and some other people go into the promised land and scout it out. First of all, I never realized, never noticed the fact that they went for 40 days. Did you notice that? Like, that's crazy to me. 40 days, obviously, is very significant. It's a it's a, a number that is used often and over of, over many periods of, of um, to reference like scriptural time period. Jesus fasted for 40 days and for 40 nights. Right. So there's there are lots of references for that. But they went in for 40 days. Um, they kind of wandered around the outskirts of the land. They brought back some like massive grapes from the vineyard. And, and they saw they saw the beauty and the bounty and the blessing of this land that God was calling them to, that he was leading them to, right? And so Caleb and, and maybe Joshua, I know Caleb does, he comes back. And one of the things that they notice while they're there, like looking into this promised land is how, how big the people are, how scary they are. Now, some people come back and I believe they give an inaccurate report. They exaggerate how big the people are. And we're going to get to that in just a minute, but they're on the outside looking into the promised land and they're seeing all of these people. They're seeing all of this wealth and this greatness and this abundance. And they think, oh my gosh, like there's no way we can go in and take over these people. They're going to kill us. Like we can't do it. Fear sets in reactive fear sets in with these men who are looking into the promised land, but they come back and Caleb is like, Hey, it's awesome. Like, it's awesome. We're going to go in there. We're going to do it. We're going to live there. God has called us to this. God has led us here. He's like, let's go. He tells these other people, be quiet. It says specifically, um, it says specifically that Caleb quieted the people in the presence of Moses, quieted the people who were, who were complaining and fearful. Right. And so like, think about your business that way. Think about your business that way. You started your business 
because you had goals. God was, God had given you some goals that maybe they're financial. Maybe you want to quit your job. Maybe you want to be with your family more. Maybe you want to homeschool your kids. Maybe you just want money for groceries and vacation. And like right now, that is your promised land. Like that is what you're headed towards. He's leading you towards, but you stop and you actually look at the work and you look at what you're going to have to do. And you freeze in fear. Like these people who were standing outside the promised land, you freeze in fear and you realize, Hey, that's actually going to be hard. It's going to be outside my comfort zone. It's going to like challenge challenge me in new ways I've never challenged before. And you stop and you start to make excuses and you start to say, oh, well, where we're at right now is okay. Like, let's just stay here. Let's not, let's not try to go into that promised land. But in the meantime, the Holy Spirit is like, hey, 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 what, wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, let's go. God is leading you here. Or maybe you have that sister in Christ that the Holy Spirit is speaking through. And she's like, come on, like, let's do the next thing. Let's take the next step. Let's make the next post. Let's invite the next person. But you're standing there stuck and frozen in fear and not following where God is leading you, right? Healthy fear says, okay, this is scary. But like Caleb said, we don't have to be afraid of these people. We have to be afraid of rebelling against the Lord. He specifically says that. He says, we cannot rebel against the Lord. He says, God has promised us this land. God has promised us this territory and this this place, this abundant place. And he says, In verse 14, verse eight, if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us into the land, a land flowing with milk and honey and give it to us. Only don't rebel against the Lord. Caleb says that don't rebel against the Lord and don't be afraid of the people of the land for we will devour them. Their protection has been removed from them and the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. And I feel like God is telling me to tell you that. Don't be afraid to build your business. Be afraid not to build your business. Like Caleb says, like be afraid not to go into the promised land, not to work, not to show up and do those simple things, those vital things those vital actions that you need to do every single day, because we can't be women who say God is calling me to this. And then we don't follow where he's leading because we're afraid. And so this was God's promise to his people. He promised them this land. And like Caleb said, like, we don't have to be afraid of those people because God is not with them. And, you know, you don't have to be afraid of the things that are holding you back. Because if you identify fears as not from the Lord, listen, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of comparison. You don't have to let doubt rule your mind and your heart and your business. Honestly, I say this often to my team. I am afraid not to build my business. Like I am afraid not to show up and do the work because it is God honoring work. If I choose to follow him and walk in his ways, it is a life-changing business where I get to show up in every single day, like not, not only change my life, but offer this opportunity to help other women get healthy and fit or build a business that provides for their family. Like I'm afraid not to do those things. Absolutely. It wasn't always that way. It wasn't always that way. I didn't always see this business as something that, that, that God was absolutely leading me in. But man, when I did, when I started to really submit it to him and lay it down at his feet and ask him to guide me and ask him to bless me. Like I started to see, Hey, this is not just you, Rachel. This is actually God leading you in the business. And you are going to show up every day 
and, and do it with integrity, honor God with it, go to bed and lay your head down on your pillow at night and know that, Hey, I did the work. Got to trust him to bless it. And I'm going to wake up and do it again tomorrow. Right. And so um, I'm going to get more specific and talk about what it looks like to build a business that is rooted in the fear of the Lord. But before I do, I want to point out, I want to point out one from this passage, Numbers 13 and 14. This was God's promise to them. This was God's promise to his people. He delivered them from slavery. He delivered them from Egypt and he was guiding them with a cloud by day and a fire by night. He was guiding them to the promised land and it was his promise to to them. What are God's promises to you? Do you know His promises are in his word. His promises are there in black and white in his scripture. Are you reading God's scripture with an open heart and asking him to show you, to show you where he is leading you because he absolutely will. And the last thing, the last thing, those people who went with Caleb and saw the promised land and they reacted in fear. Do you know what happened to them? God struck them dead because they lied. They embellished. They exaggerated the story. They spread a negative report about the land and God struck them dead. And I don't know about you, but I don't want that to be me. Now, do I think God's going to strike me dead if I live in fear? If I operate in fear? I don't know. He might. But I also know that he can take away good things that he had promised me because I'm not trusting him to get me there. Right. And it's the same, same with you in your business. If you're not going after that promised land, that is your business, then he may take it away and give it to somebody else. Somebody who is, who is following him in healthy fear as they operate their business. Okay. So now what does it look like? What does it look like to build your business that is rooted in fear of the Lord? I believe that it's doing the work, even when you don't feel like it, even when you feel afraid, even when you doubt it's showing up and saying, okay, God, you called me to this. You're leading me here. I got to, I got to do my part. I got to come in. I got to do the work. Hopefully if your business is anything like mine, you have a clear direction. When I started working as a health and fitness coach, I got this, it's called a success system tracker. And it literally tells me everything I have to do in a day. I can do it in one to two hours. And if I show up and I do it, boom, it's done. I get out, I pray, ask God to bless it, right? It's showing up to do that work, even when you don't feel like it, all right? It's also, it's loving the women that cross your path, regardless of whether or not they join you and buy something or join you as a partner or, or join you as a customer. I do believe that God gives us these awesome businesses to cross our paths with other women who need some spiritual inspiration, who need some spiritual leadership and who need often what our business has to offer. For me, that's health and fitness. For me, that's mentoring women in business. I know that I can actually help someone lose weight, get healthy, feel stronger and more confident in her skin and honor God with her body. Why would I not? Why would I not offer that to someone? But if she chooses not to join me, I still get to say, hey, that's okay. I'm here to serve you. Here's a free meal plan. Here's a here's a, a scripture verse that I use all the time when I feel tempted, right? It's loving people even if they don't join our business. It's absolutely praying over the work. It's praying over the work. I will be completely honest. I've been in my own business for over eight years. The first three years, I was probably just like a touch and go, like touch and go, only pray when I felt desperate. But if we show up and we submit our businesses to the Lord every single day, 
asking him to bless it, asking him to guide it, asking him to show us our sin, our, our pride or our comparison or whatever can creep in as a business owner, praying over the business and giving it to him. Ooh, it is a game changer and it is a game changer. Um, and I love Psalm 118. So often we quote 24, but we don't quote 25, but Psalm 118, 24 through 25 says, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, save us. Lord, please grant us success. Like that is a simple prayer to submit, to acknowledge, to worship God as creator. Thank him for the day. Ask him to guide you and ask him to give you success in the work that you do. Um, also, I love the prayer of Jabez. If you're not familiar with the prayer of Jabez, that's a great read. It's a great prayer to actually pray over your business every single day. Um, and then obviously taking the Sabbath, I think taking the Sabbath in our business is a healthy, healthy, um, just exhibit of how building a business in fear of the Lord operates because we can't, we can't work our fingers to the bone. We can't work seven days a week. We can't not make time to get quiet and to rest and to just submit a day each week. That is, is its sole intention is to worship God and get quiet before him. I think those are great, great places to start. If you are seeking to build a business that is rooted in fear of the Lord and not fear of man or fear of yourself or fear of anything that Satan throws at you. And I pray that this encourages you today. I pray that you are excited you're nervously excited to get out there and build your business. Go do the basic work. I don't care if you haven't done anything in a week or a month or a year, but you know that your business is good and that it can honor the Lord and that you can do big things and step into that promised land that you know God has for you on the other side of your fear. Um, go work your business confidently. Share this podcast with the people on your team. If you're a leader, listen, I'll tell you, stepping into leadership was one of those fear moments for me. I That's a whole other episode, but going from just like running my own business to leading other women and doing the same, oh my gosh, like that was, that was, that was a game changer for me. Um, share this podcast with your teammates, with your team. Um, go out there and build your business. Pray over it, submit it to God, ask him to come in and guide you and bless the work and, and reveal any sinfulness in your heart as you build and listen, listen. Oh, I can't wait to hear about your promised land experience. I cannot wait to hear what God does as you just follow his plan for your life and for your business. Please message me and tell me about it. As always, I would love it if you share this podcast on social media, tag me so I can share you with the world. I love to know when you're listening and, and what, what God does through these, these episodes, um, definitely leave me a review, please, please, please leave me a review. But I just want you to know that I am going to be praying for you this week, specifically, every time I think about this recording, I'm going to be praying for you. And even if I don't know who you are, God does. And I believe that he will listen and hear my prayer. All right, let's go kick it. Ladies, let's build businesses that honor God and just make amazing things happen.